Hello, everybody, and welcome. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. To Nerdy Girls After Dark, our premiere kickoff episode on Nerd Life Network. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Sarah. I am one of the hosts of Nerdy Girls After Dark. Um, this is Maya. Kara, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. We're gonna do our little our little intros. Uh, thank you. But Kevin. first, what an intro! If everybody can grab your glass of wine, you can <gasps> yes. join in with us in the comments. You can participate if you are catching us live. If you are not catching us live and it is not nighttime, do not grab your glass of wine. We will not be held responsible for that. Or do, and we or will do. not judge. Just don't. Yeah, but don't. Plug us though. Right. So <laughs> those who can partake, partake. If you can't, just sit back and enjoy the ride sober. It's great. Oh, that's delightful. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's a sensitive <laughs> mic. Sorry. <laughs> hey, everyone. Oh, there's David, Justin, Hello, Juice, everyone. Alex. Oh, everyone's here, guys. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, are we. Are we on to intros? Let's kick off intros then. Okay. Can you want to start? Let's, Let's get to know it. the girls. Sure. Sure. That's me. Um, that's my husband, Captain America. <laughs> and then my two nephews, two of four, actually. I have, um, I just had nephew number four. Not I personally. My sister-in-law <laughs> just had nephew number four on Friday. So that's two nephews right there, Owen and Sam. Um, and being an auntie is my purpose in life, my calling in life. Um, mm -hmm. I love them so much. So that's that's my little world in a nutshell. I am originally uh, an Illinoisan. I am currently living out and proud in Texas, San Antonio, Texas. Um, what else? I have a great Dane. I love my dog. I love my Thor. dog so much. His name is Thor. Um, and he is a big sweet boy. So that's my world. Who's next? Maya. Maya, would you like to go next? Me. Hey y'all, my name is Maya. I reside in the great state of Ohio. And this is my twin sister, Micah. Um, so yeah, she also lives in Columbus. And I'm gosh, I'm a Capricorn, proud Capricorn, December Capricorn. That's what really matters. Um <laughs> And I mean, we all love Marvel. We're all into nerdy shit, but um, I also run my own business. Um, Co-founder of Mive, Mive.fashion, if you wanna open up another browser. Um, <laughs> we sell like made to measure sustainable and ethical fashion. So that's my huge passion is around sustainability and making sure that our kids, our grandkids and our great, great grandkids have the earth to live on. Um, but that's a little bit about me. Yeah. And I actually, I got to see Maya speak at South by Southwest, which is a huge deal uh, here in Texas on the art circuit and the fashion circuit that I know so much about. Um, but it was a big deal. She and her sister Micah kicked ass and it was, it was awesome. It was a great, great presentation. Thank you, Sarah. Yes. It was a fun time. <laughs> All right. Let the Canadian round this out. Yeah. My name is Kara. There I am with my fiance croissant he is my own personal mbaku impersonator and i carry him around <laughs> with me wherever i go <laughs> um yeah i am from ontario i live near toronto anyone who knows where that is uh i am a leo which i learned today means something <laughs> so maybe we'll talk about that on a future episode of a podcast uh and we have a fourth uh, who is currently living her best life in California today and will be with us next week. Her name is Jalen. She is from Nebraska and she has lots of fun stuff that she'll tell you about herself, I'm sure, next week. <laughs> and her, her pet's names are Gizmo, Gizmo Penny, and Lego. And Lego. Yeah, Lego. I love. Yes, and she loves Harry Potter. Lots of and her husband's name is Taylor. I feel like yeah. she's <laughs> out her Sweet pet Taylor. names, but we should also write her man's name. <laughs> Wait, Kara, can I can I ask a question? Yes. I can you clear something up for me? Is it 
Toronto or Toronto? Okay, well, this is a classic if you're from here or not. Okay. So it's Toronto if you're from here. Oh, and if you're not, okay. Toronto. So I'm not allowed to say Toronto. No, you can. Oh, it's just like okay. I've been saying Toronto, Team Degrassi, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Good. Um. All right. Well, oh, sorry. There's a comment about my niece and nephew. I did not mention my niece and nephew. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Walk it back. Walk it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. They are uh, two and six months, so they will not know that they've been burned in this fashion. <laughs> uh, but they are uh, my world as well. And mm. anti-life is the best life. I agree. It really is. And I guess um, since we're all aunties, my nephew's name's Kobe. <laughs> yeah. So we're all living that auntie-life So. And very exciting. I did forget to say that I am a Pisces through and through. I have a little, I think a little bit more motivation and work ethic <laughs> than, than some Pisces. Uh, I, I still am very dreamy, but I'm also a little bit more grounded, I think. But. Gotcha. We got to celebrate during Pisces season. So that was fun. Yes. Maybe yeah, we surface so. some of those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. Um, awesome. So we're going to kick off with a new segment because everything is new. Uh, <laughs> called, like what got our attention this week? Uh, so in this segment, we get to show you a little clip of what we've been talking about in our group chat all week long. Uh, we're going to try and do a three or four things every week that we've been uh, looking at. And we will start with a very healthy picture that we, that came to our attention. Now, keep in mind that the three of us and the four of us, uh, when Jalen gets here, we initially found each other through a Marvel, like MCU appreciation community. Yeah. yeah, where we now thrive. So MCU-related news is something that we really like. Uh, and good-looking people is also something that we really like. So let us share this photo with you. For anybody who is listening and not on the live podcast, uh, if you have not seen it, look up Jonathan Majors. There it is. Yo! This is what's Brace happening. yourself. Is this, is this what uh, the kids call swole these days? Yes. Okay. okay. That's a lot of nice man flesh, if I say so myself. <laughs> it, it, it is pretty nice. Yes, all the guys in the chat just went silent. <laughs> Except Brian. <laughs> we are all feeling things. <laughs> and it's just like, what I love about this picture, when you sent this care, like, he's just like a bomb actor, and he's bomb before we knew he was swole like this, or before he got swole. So just seeing this is just like the icing on the cake. Wow. Yeah. I don't not even into the Creed movies like that. You know, I'm really not a big Michael B. Jordan fan, but I will be watching. Mm -hmm. David says Winston Duke would like a word, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Winston Duke is like my big celebrity crush. Has nothing to do with the fact that he looks like my fiance. <laughs> I, I love yeah. all of our secure men commenting in the yes. comment section. I love it. Yes. Positive masculinity. So we just felt like that caught our attention and may catch your attention. Mm -hmm. You've put on a lot of work, a lot of time. Right. Mm -hmm. We're just appreciating it. Just appreciate. Right. Yeah. Who's next? Who wants to go next? Speaking of good looking people and people who just had an amazing moment, Sarah, when I talk about this. Yes. Oh my God. Gosh. Okay, so you saw my husband, Captain America. This is my wife, Jessica Chastain. Um, we're we're all cool with it. It's fine. Uh, she won an Oscar a couple of Sundays ago, and we're going to focus on the positive moments of the Oscars. So, um, her win was so great. Um, I she won for I think it was the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but her acceptance speech was all about um. Uh, advocating for the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community. 
Um, and I'm, I myself am a member of that community. And I, I just really appreciated that she used such a huge moment in her own life that could have been all about her. And she, she pushed the focus over to um, an othered group of people that need uh, that kind of support and that kind of um, that kind of voice for our for our community. So I loved it. I love her. Thank you, Jessica. I know you're listening. Mary. Yeah, Matt. Can we just let's give it up for the dress? She came to slay That's for beautiful sure. Dress. Yeah, the dress was everything. And the necklace and the hair. And her speech was super genuine too. Like you could tell she wasn't just doing it because she thought it would be good publicity or, you know, that she was just somebody paid her to say it mm -hmm. or anything like that. It seemed like it was like a genuine conversation that yeah. she would have had with anybody in her life, which that's to me, yeah. that's that's what made that moment special. For sure. Yep. And just just to round out um, news that broke today. Yeah, we have now the first <laughs> Black woman Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown mm -hmm. Jackson, and you know got a little teary eyed when I watched part of the confirmation. Um, it was a beautiful moment, and I mean, just an amazing milestone for our country. We know mm -hmm. representation is not necessarily the answer to everything, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. Yes. So this was, with a lot of the crazy news we see about our political system, this was definitely a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the whole concept that the first Black female vice president was the one that announced it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, it's such a, um, an interesting thing to watch from another country because I am not American. So this yeah. technically doesn't impact me the same way it impacts you guys. But I am very excited. To me, it's still... Like you guys are so close to us for any other Canadians that are listening, you probably understand what I'm feeling. You're so close that it feels like a win for us, mm -hmm. a win for women in general. It's a win for uh, the black community and marginalized communities everywhere. It's just a win across the world, mm -hmm. like beyond borders. So yep. very yes. cool. Ugh. It's great. So good. Great day to be a woman. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, so our topic for today, and I'm really excited to get into this, is diving deep into our favorite female-led films. And so there's no sort of time block. It could be any film that we've watched throughout our lifetime that has... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Micah, oh my God. Y'all gonna get it at the cover. She's gonna keep trying to make me laugh. <laughs> for those, for those listening, um, do you even know who Judge Joe Brown is? Probably yes! not. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about our favorite um, female-led films, and some people gave their ranking. We're gonna do top five and a few honorable mentions. Some of them are based on ranking. Some of them, like, okay, we just can't rank them, and we're just gonna say our top five. So we're going to get into it. Mm -hmm. Feel free to add yours in the comments too. Yes. Ooh, For good one, sure. David. So Siri, you want to kick us off? I, let us know, are you ranking them or are you not ranking them? I, so I have a confession to make. I only have six, but <laughs> we're three doing of them. Five. No, no, no. I know. Well, hold on. So three, three are ranked. The other okay. three are just kind of f floating out there because I tried to, I was focusing on women-led um, as far as talent goes, so actors and mm -hmm. actors, uh, but also creative side, so written by and directed by. Gotcha. So, so, you know, you just rewrote the rules and gave yourself an extra I really did. Cool. I'm sorry. God, I've been <laughs> doing that all week. Haven't I? I'm so sorry. I know it's really hard to narrow them down. So I get it. It is. I get it. I have so these, does that one include your honorable mention or you have a few yeah. others too? Um, no, that includes everything. Oh, everything? Oh, okay. So that's yeah. one of your... Yeah. Well, I guess I have, you yeah. put it in that bucket. I have like four honorable mentions. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, so yours are unranked. Mine, okay. mine are Except Sarah's. for the top three. Sarah's. Sarah's, are you? and yours are, are ranked, Karen? Mine are unranked except the first one. The first one, okay. I have my my five are all ranked. 
So the ones that I give at the bottom are slowly making their way up the list. So okay. Sarah, nice. do you want to kick us off then? I sure. Okay. So I one of the things that you will learn about me um very quickly is that I am also married to Scarlett Johansson. Um it's very complicated, but <laughs> so I have to put Black Widow on the list. Um it's not my favorite MCU film by any stretch of the imagination, but I do rewatch it just because it is so, um, I love Kate Shortland, the director, but it is so girl power and I love the sister dynamic. I, my sister and I are very close. Um, and so I appreciate that, that back and forth banter they have. And then Scarlett and Florence together are just the way that they play off each other is so good. So that's on, that's on my list. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up first because the other ones are are a little bit higher on my list. Gotcha. What about you, Kira? I have, and it's funny that Sarah says that because each of mine has um, some kind of significance in my life, and a lot of it is uh, surrounded in my relationship with my sister. <laughs> so it, I know you guys are gonna understand that very well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to start off by cheating. Um, I just am who I am. And this is, <laughs> get to know me. <laughs> I will start off by cheating. Uh, I am going to put Bad Moms 1 and 2 as one submission. <laughs> and hear me out. Here's why. Okay. Bad Moms 2 is a Christmas movie. So you can only watch that for two months of the year. So I feel mm -hmm. like yeah. I have to package them together. Okay. Okay. So Bad Moms 1 and 2 is very, very funny. Uh, it has so many really uh, funny, talented, uh, beautiful, smart women uh, in both movies. Like in the first one, outside of like Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, and Katherine Hahn, our lovely, lovely Katherine Hahn. You also have like you have Jada Pinkett Smith, you have Christina Applegate. And then in the next one, you're adding in Christina Bransky and Cheryl Hines and Susan Sarandon. And you have all of these like women who have been Ty Swindell. We can't forget Ty Swindell. Um, so you have all of these amazing women who have been part of everything that we've been watching over the last, like, I don't know, probably 20 years, mm -hmm. uh, all in this one little franchise. And it's just so funny. And the whole thing is actually centered around women and not just like women fighting over, I don't know, men, except for Ty Swindell. But he gets, he gets a pass. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that cast is crazy. And I'm too embarrassed to say that I have not watched Bad Moms, but oh, I will. Watch. You have but to I've always seen like a lot of clips and stuff from them. So I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Either one? You've never seen either one? I haven't seen either one. Okay, watch it and then tell me how you like it. I will. I will. Okay, so number five on my list. And this is, it was so hard ranking these, but a lot of the ones that are near and dear to my heart were like ones that I grew up with and watched over and over. My number five is The Devil Wears Prada. Ooh, good one. Anne Hathaway, Meryl Streep, I, Mike is still watching. We watched this movie so many different times and obviously we're in the fashion. So, oh my gosh, the looks, the attitudes, yep. like, Everything was so great, and we love a makeover montage. Maybe it's all the um, America's Next Top Model in us. <laughs> Always love that type of stuff. But I mean, it's very different from the rest of my picks. But I felt like I don't know if y'all watched the show Hacks, but I felt like it's like the movie version of Hacks because it shows oh. like you know more older, more mature someone like in their career to someone who's kind of like learning and like even though it was very like butting heads for most of the movie. I felt like there was a lot of like mentorship and unspoken respect. And I just love seeing that. Like I love seeing like cross-generational female relationships. And that's why it's definitely been my top five. Love that's that. That's a good one. Ooh, good one, Maya. Dang. Yeah, keep y'all keep telling us some of your favorite ones. Um, and maybe Mike, could, well, no, you already know mine, so you can't even try to predict them. <laughs> Stanley Tucci, yes, good call out. Yeah. And fun fact Emily Blunt was supposed to be Black Widow before Scarlett Johansson. 
Oh, really? Surprise. Yeah. There's a call out for turning red in the comments, and I didn't even consider that. That's a great one. Wow, that is a great one. That is a great one. Like, talk about, like, female empowerment. And directed at preteens and children. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. All right. So, what's your number four? All right. Um, Number four. Oh, are we not doing honorable mentions first? Sorry. No, no, no. We're going to do this at the end. Okay. Got it. Okay, so number four, I have Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman, um, Gal Gadot, uh, Patty Jenkins, um, the first Wonder Woman. Okay, that's not Wonder Woman anymore. We don't talk about that one. Um, the first Wonder Woman. It was first of all the first DC movie where I didn't leave the theater completely disappointed. <laughs> um, and it was just really good. I th- Patty Jenkins had a great script. She had a great cast. Um, she did a beautiful job. Uh, that no man's land scene is still one of my favorite superhero scenes uh, of any universe, any um, cinematic universe. So I, yeah, so number four, Wonder Woman. I will say it's one of the few DC movies I've actually seen. Uh, and I, I didn't hate it. I thought that was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. I hate DC, so that says a lot. Yeah. I feel like my favorite, like what, like the Amazon scene from the Justice League, that's the only thing I like about the movie. Like that scene, every I go and I watch just that clip because I just love like seeing like all those women together. It's just so strong, so... Definitely see why you have that on your list. Um, okay, so I will put, so mine are not ranked. And keep in mind, mine are not ranked. I'm gonna go Princess Diaries 2 next. Yeah. Princess Diaries 2 has played a monumental <laughs> uh, piece of my life because I have watched it over and over again for like 15 years or however <laughs> long it's been out. Um, Anne Hathaway, she has already come up today, but when the first Princess Diaries movie came out and Anne Hathaway was cast in the role, keep in mind that that was during the whole era of like Mandy Moore and these beautiful, like offensively beautiful actresses our age were coming out. And I was like this tomboy who did not look or act or sound anything like these uh girls that were on tv that we were seeing and then Anne Hathaway came along and she was kind of relatable like she seemed normal she's beautiful don't get me wrong Uh, and she has aged incredibly well Uh, but she wasn't that uh, I don't know there was no boundary with her she just seemed like one of us she was relatable she was beautiful but not in a way that made you feel like that about yourself or anything like that and so when that came out I was like oh like who is this now I feel like maybe there's a piece for me in the world and then uh the second one though but there's princesses there's queens there's Julie Andrews there's ever like it's just so good Chris Pine's in there it's just such a good movie it has again played a role in my relationship with my sister and the jokes that you know inside jokes that we have but yeah i love that movie i think it will mm-hmm. stay the rest of time live action great. mulan is a good call out too. live action mulan was i great. loved it Mulan's, i loved it yeah that was great i'm with you sarah and another care that's another great example of like that intergenerational like mentor with her and julie andrews like even though i give the first one an edge because i love the first one but i love just her and julie andrews relationship Micah has a question for us. She's asking, do we think Anne Hathaway is typecast? I I think she might have been before her Oscar in 2013 for Les Mis. I think after that, mm-hmm. it got a little bit diverse. Gotcha. Um, but I, I, I Les she was kind of rom-commy. She was kind of rom-commy. Yeah, and, then, day, and then the serious the stuff. Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, but I, I think of like her roles and I feel like I see a lot of variation. So I don't know if I would see yeah. that. Pre-2013 pre or post? I guess it's more so post-2013. 
I think again, like, I'm not really good with release dates. <laughs> so, um, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. I don't know. I would say generally, I wouldn't agree with that, but okay, okay. I think she definitely has a lot of range. Um, okay, so the next on my list, and actually, like literally minutes before we start this podcast, I made a game day change. I'm going with the 19. Well, you know, I'm going to see. So, Senator, so, Senator, <laughs> you're never for Annie, the 1999 version. The 1999 Ooh, version. Good one. I love that movie. When I say I could put on Never Fully Just Without a Smile, and literally I could be like so sad, and it just makes me smile, makes me want to get up and dance. Like, I love that movie, and very, like, near and dear to my heart. And I mean, it's really sad. Like, like the beginning of the movie, like, really makes me very emotional. And it's crazy to this day. It still makes me want to cry. But like, how the movie ends is just on a really great triumphant mm-hmm. note. So I gotta go with that. Cause also, also Bernadette Peters. So. Oh yeah. So Brian. And, um, I forget his name. He's a the whoever played a. Uh, Daddy Warbucks in that version. He's in like everything. <laughs> I just forget his name. That actor is amazing. Um, Micah is making me lose it. <laughs> Daddy <laughs> Warbucks. <laughs> he was very good looking in the movie. He was. He was. <laughs> so that is my pick. Very nice. Am I, I up? That movie as a cat. Ryan, are you disagreeing with the 99 version? Yeah. Oh gosh. Are you a boomer says the 80s version? No. Oh. Like I'm um, no no uh, I didn't mean that in a mean way. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm disagreeing. Oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't I didn't really like that that previous version. So, but I you know obviously I'm very biased. All right, Sarah, you you got next. Is it me again? Um, I am. Go- so what is this? Number three? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Oh God, duh. Okay, I'm gonna do the Matrix because the Wachowski sisters wrote and directed, um, and also Trinity. Trinity, I Carrie Ann Moss, um, '90s Carrie Ann Moss in leather and sunglasses doing friggin kung fu i mean come on she's in our intro video um it's just and you know okay so my niece my oldest niece asked me uh we did a rewatch of all of the matrixes before uh this latest one came out and she asked me she said if you had to pick neo or trinity which one would you pick and i was like oh god that's a that's a great question I mean, if if I if I don't pick Neo, then I don't get the Matrix at all. But if I don't pick Trinity, because Neo wasn't anything without Trinity. So I think I don't know. I, I just I'm a um I love Carrie Ann Moss and that hair. Oh gosh, it's so good. So yes, the Matrix. Yeah, she's definitely first a Matrix. I, yeah, she's everything. Mm-hmm. Those looks in that movie are everything. And MCU adjacent also from uh, Defenders and Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. Kara. All right. I'm going to go. I can't believe we I'm haven't good. had any repeats right now. I, just I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> All of mine are comedy based. Like, I, I am sure. very much a one trick pony. I like comedies, I like cartoons, I like sports movies. And that's about it. Uh, well, in Marvel movies. Uh, so I'm going, somebody said boomer, so I feel like millennials have to enter this chat. So I'm going to go with Mean Girls, which was one of the most iconic movies of all time. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. Um, in high school, we watched that movie like in class. That's how monumental it was because it came out when I was in like grade 10 or 11, uh, which was some years ago. 
And <laughs> like up until that point, the only movies you ever watched in class were educational movies, occasionally in Degrassi because that's a Toronto-based show. Or you watch Degrassi in school? Wow. Yeah, sometimes for like health class and stuff like that because they yeah. talk about some things. Um, but yeah, Mean Girls is one of the most iconic movies of all time. Uh, you can just about catch anybody with quotes if you say something basically any millennial anywhere will respond with a quote from the same movie so has to make the list yeah probably the most i love it quotable movie i can think of like for sure <laughs> yeah you go Lindsay Lohan. so fetch <laughs> yeah it's so fetch um so i don't know if you actually if y'all know this movie but sleepover yeah, with Alexa Vega. Alexa Vega yes. and Brie Larson actually was in it too. No so what? Sleepover. When I say that movie, my sister and I, we last year we literally were like, I'm coming over, bringing wine, we're watching Sleepover. That movie, it was just so much fun. Like y'all know, I love like you know adventure type of stuff, like mission based type of like plots. And so like the, and when we were growing up, my parents were really strict, but they always let us have sleepovers. And so like the fact that she had like a competing sleepover with another group of mean girls, and then they were doing like fun stuff, like stealing the guy that they likes boxers and going to a club. <laughs> As a kid watching that, I'm like, wow, that is like the most legendary sleepover. And <laughs> I just love too, cause I feel like back then, like diversity was like white girls with different hair colors. Like it's always blonde, redhead, brunette. But I really liked how like Nancy, like her character, she was plus. And like, I feel like that was the first movie I watched as a kid where they actually identify like girls that were bigger, like, mm -hmm. and not trying to like other them, but actually like embracing their differences. So I felt like that movie taught me a lot and it was really like, fundamental like me growing up and understanding like sisterhood and things like that um and then Micah knows this there's like a scene where they like had this whole upcycled look where they're like ripping the dress and then like it was this old ugly dress that her mom had and it was like this beautiful dress I don't know just scenes like that always stick with me so gotta go with sleepover great mashup of girls so much fun so much variety within all the girls so Good call out. Now That's I have to go back and watch because I haven't seen that for years. I think Netflix did like a, a new one of that, but I think it's with boys. Really? Yeah. And it's, sleep, it's a sleepover kind of thing <laughs> with chaos. But, anyways, cool. Yeah. It will I will not be sleepover. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I have not seen it. So I will. I will have to take this as an endorsement and go watch it after we're done recording. You're right, my good friend. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. A boy, Brian. A boy sleepover is nothing anyone wants or needs to see. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like video games, like, right? Yeah, video yeah. games, video games, video games, yeah. chips. Yeah. Girls sleepovers are fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah, number two. Number two. Oh my gosh. Okay, number two is Waitress. Waitress, um, written and directed by Adrian Shelley, uh, who um unfortunately uh they they wrote a Sarah Borellis wrote a Broadway musical based on the movie and book by Adrian Shelley. Adrian Shelley passed away like right before the, the musical premiered. It was really sad, but um, it's an excellent, excellent story. It's about um, an expecting mom who isn't sure about her pregnancy. Isn't um, she, her own mom just passed away. And so she's like struggling internally with like, how she's going to take care of a kid. Um, and then the whole movie is like her journey into just falling in love with this baby. And so it gets me every time. Uh, Carrie Russell stars. She's really excellent. I, I'm, I've watched some of the Americans. She was in the Americans. She's, she's good in that. Um, but anyway, it's, it's such a heartwarming story. Nathan Fillion is also in it. Um, 
It's so good. It's it's so rewatchable too. It's my it's my number two. And it's one of the last things Andy Griffiths did. It's mm. oh, a great pick. I've never seen it, but I heard of the musical. The musical's great. No one's seen it either. And I am going to take your serious entry and match it with Baby Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Another Tina uh, Fey and Amy Poehler oh, classic. Uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have a very strong hold on my sister and I because they are kind of like sisters and they even did a movie called Sisters. Uh, but they, nobody makes us laugh more. The Baby Mama is like by far the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie theater. I will never forget that experience and I forget everything. Um, just so many good one-liners. It's so funny. Such a great story of uh, female relationships. Um, and I just, I love that movie. So They are, so, they are, they are comic gold together. Yes. I love them so much. Yes, and they did a lot for women and women comedians. Yes. Um, and they've just been a part of a lot of the things that I love. So, mm -hmm. one of our favorite gifts, uh, Rachel Dratch, Maya, Maya, Rudolph, <laughs> yes. yes, the turnaround so strike pose in the mom jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we wouldn't, if we didn't start out with them, we wouldn't have gotten wine country. So, I'm just going to say that. Yes. Um, May I offer you some feedback? Um, pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, mine is very obvious. It is the parent trap. Um, <laughs> yeah, number one or number huh? two? Number, number two? two. Okay. The Lindsay Lohan one. Um, I mean, it goes without saying. My sister and I always went to a lot of summer camps growing up, so which is really fun and kind of just like an international adventure when parent in the states went in. London or somewhere in the UK and um, my sister actually we know the handshake like <laughs> like it's something I'm not that's surprised awesome. <laughs> that's awesome and I just love seeing like even though they're the actresses are the same person but I just love seeing that that uh, twin representation thankfully we've had a lot Zach and Cody sister sister but that movie specifically just um, is near and dear to my heart so I love the parent chat does it bother you that they're not actually twins? A little bit, but I'm like, wow, for when that movie came out, that was like, it looked very realistic. Right. So I always forget. Yeah. When I'm watching it. Mm -hmm. Actually, it doesn't really bother me much because it was such a good movie. Never really thought about it. Nice. Yeah, All one. right. Number one. Number one, I think I think Alex knows what I'm about to say. Um, this one is very much an ensemble movie, um, but the lead technically is an Asian female, and the director is also an Asian female, which I love. I love, love, love. Yeah. Uh, it's the Eternals. I got to go with Eternals. Um, Gemma Chan as Cersei. Uh, our first diverse female lead in the MCU, and then Chloe Zhao, Oscar winner, super talented, writes, directs, edits, um, just an all-around just powerhouse of a filmmaker. Um, and it was, a, I, I will die on this hill. I will fight all of you if you disagree. Eternals was great. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, Kara <laughs> did not. It's okay. We we uh we still get along. There are pieces of that movie that I really enjoy, including the diversity. I think that they've it's so gone good. far and beyond what other movies have managed to do in that. And I, and so I will always appreciate that movie for that. And for Kumail Nanjani. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, no matter who you are, you see yourself in some way in that movie. And that yeah. means the yeah. world to me. I love it. And it just it just won a GLAAD award, actually, for um, for its portrayal of a healthy, normal, sweet, um, gay couple as parents, which is amazing. So cheers to Eternals. Cheers. Yeah. 
I will, <laughs> except for Karen, that's fine. Uh, I will, I started this list with a cheat and I will end this list with a cheat. I told you it's just part of who I am. Um, I'm going with Parks and Recreation as my number one. It oh is not a movie. Oh my gosh. I can get it behind that. Not a movie. I support <laughs> it. It is um, a TV show, and it's Amy Poehler. She's in three of my top five. Uh, she, the Parks and Recreation, for anybody who doesn't know, is my comfort show. I've watched it probably every day for the last eight or nine years. Um, it is, yeah, it is at the time when Parks and Recreation came out, because it was supposed to be initially a spinoff of The Office, but it was featuring a female. Uh, there was all of this uh, media out there about how Amy, yeah, how Amy Poehler um, wasn't going to be successful because she was a female and female leads mm. very comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's how the show came out uh, with all of this bad media coverage because it wasn't a male-led comedy sitcom and so Amy came out and crushed it and here mm -hmm. it is still popular uh it was just a very well done show it was not mean it was not condescending and even still it holds up so hopefully that continues but a lot of the other shows of that time don't hold up if you go back and watch so I love that show and I will insert it here and I would say that you and Brian were the reason why I watched the show. So I did not even have it on my radar until you were just speaking so highly of it. And then I remember binging all of it. And I agree, amazing show. Amy Poehler is amazing. And wow, talk about like a generation defining show. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The improv too, Andy's, Andy's improv. <laughs> Oh, if Jalen was here, Allison in the comments just talked about friends. Jalen would have cheated and added friends too. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> All right, our last one. All right, Maya. I also wanted to start this out with a song. Y'all saw it coming. Okay. There is no secret that I've been obsessed with the Cheetah Girls. I've been to their concert. There's not a single <laughs> day that goes by where I'm not listening to a Cheetah Girls song. It is my personal life anthem. And everything about Cheetah Girls 2 is the is pure, so perfection. Good. pure perfection. Strut I is a bop. Strut, I used to listen to Strut on the street. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I've not been to Barcelona. My sister went without me. Very sad. But when I go to Barcelona, best believe I'm remaking that <laughs> that part of the movie. Um, oh man, it was so great. And shameless plug, if you want to hear me talk about Cheetah Girls, wait, was I? Yeah, I have a comics and cinema episode <laughs> with Alex Klein. On, it was yeah. a great episode. But um, I mean, I never read the Cheetah Girls books growing up. But There's books. Yes, there are whole books. And I remember I owned all of them, but I never read them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that was like close to my twilight phase. So I'm like, I can only do like one. Yeah, but um, I mean, it was so like, the music is amazing. Like just the, the sisterhood between them. I think that's like a big like theme. I think I favor ones where like sisterhood is the center of the plot. Like my favorite films are really ha it's like a group of women who are like sisters so i mean yeah, i can't very sister friendly list here yeah <laughs> yeah for sure jo josie and the pussycats is on my mm. honorable mentions oh wow that's yeah. great that's a great before we get so to honorable mentions there is a comment or a question in the chat which cute girl are you now, listen, everybody wanted to be Adrienne Bailon, okay? Like, everybody did, because she had the was, best outfits. She, like, and she's so pretty, and ah, she had such a good voice. Gorgeous, and I and would actually... Not like, who I am, but that's just who I wanted to be. Yeah, every I wanted to be her, but I feel like I could not be... I can't help but be realistic with myself and say that I probably was Dorinda, because <laughs> as a Capricorn, I'm very controlling, and I know that 
like being the head of the group, I'm a little bit more practical. Everyone else want to have fun, like see Spain. And I'm like, we have a competition, so I can definitely see myself being there. What about y'all? That's very self-aware. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's Raven. Even though she had the worst outfits. But yeah. that's a hard conversation for another day. They always do the plus girls horrible when it comes to outfits. My friends and I were the cheetah girls for Halloween one year. In really? high school, in high school, let me clarify. But not last year. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like I'd be Keely. Keely? Yeah. Or the blonde one. Maybe I just have to be the blonde one. Dorinda. <laughs> oh, wait, is that who you are? Wait, I, isn't no, Dorinda I'm, Raven? What did I say? Did I say Dorinda? Galleria. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh my yeah. god. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Dorinda. I'm not Dorinda. I'm Galleria. I was gonna say <laughs> right. right. yeah. I'm absolutely not Dorinda. I'm Galleria. Yeah. Leader yeah. of the group. Galleria. Yes. That makes more sense. Yeah. Micah. Micah agrees. She says I'm raving. Yes. I'm absolutely sorry. Yeah. I'm not Dorinda. <laughs> I feel like you're raving. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm not passive enough to be Dorinda. So it has been brought up in the comments about Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Hunger Games. We've got tons of good stuff coming in. We are going to go through real quick and give our honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I will start She's the Man. Oh, yes. Fantastic. I'm surprised they didn't make your list. Is that Amanda? Yeah, it, well, just, pardon? Is that Amanda Bynes? Yes. Okay. Amanda okay. Bynes also big part of my childhood mm -hmm. the bridesmaids on there also very funny oh that's a great one. miss congeniality yes it's a classic and i have any mary kate and ashley movie oh my <laughs> gosh yes any of them. Okay. billborn dad was our favorite <laughs> any of them. Oh, good yeah. oh my gosh what about you sarah my so my three, um, Josie and the Pussycats, um, V for Vendetta, Natalie Portman, mm -hmm. and then my girl Uma Thurman, Kill Bill Volume Two. Mm, somebody else said Kill Bill in the comments. I think it was Alice. Yeah, oh, Sandy oh, okay. Bullock is great. Yeah, she's yeah. Great. Oh, Hope floats. The is proposal, one of my the heat. Any of her movies probably would be on my honorable mentions as well. Ooh, the heat. Yes. I just watched the heat the other day. Bad girls. Oh, good. oh my god, that song. I love that oh, song. Man. Now I want to put the challenge from Mary Kate Nashley. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna replace one. I'm gonna say the challenge by Mary Kate Nashley. But my my other honorable mentions, What a Girl Wants. So another Amanda Bynes movie. So great. A, yes, Cinderella, I love a Cinderella that movie. story. Yes. A Cinderella story with not the one with Selena Gomez. Yuck. It's the one with <laughs> I'm sorry. Poor Celine. He's a tethered version of Hillary Duff, so I'm doing Yeah, the Hillary Duff one was great. I used to love oh, it. God, I love Hillary I had that on TV. Michael Murray, ooh, in his prime. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. His fluffy mm -hmm. hair. Yeah, oh, that Chris Evans Instagram pic with his fluffy <laughs> hair. Oh, that was so good. That almost made our attention less. Yes. Almost. <laughs> Uh, big bit. Ooh, 80s Bette Midler. Yes, Sarah. Very nice. Ooh, John Tucker Must Die. That's a that's another good pick. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, you that's it. That's yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel embarrassed. Hang on a on a best know, like, so yeah. many good ones. So many good ones. So yeah, that's this was great. So uh, we have also some hot um some. Yeah, hot takes. Hot or at take. this point, I'm too afraid to ask. We put out a little uh, if question. If you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> we have this kind of game for ourselves because some of us are old. I won't say who. And some of us are not. Not me. <laughs> so, and so there are many, many things that we don't know, but at this point we are too afraid to ask. So we thought why not answer some of your questions. We had a few that came in, hot takes, or I'm too afraid to ask. Um, one of the first ones that came in was dad bod or fit bod as an argument as to... Can I, can I say girl. neither? Yes, or Sorry. female version of there. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Yeah, mom bod or something. Uh, that, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't like 
that doesn't hit as hard. That kind of seems rude. So we're just gonna stick to down bottom fifth. Okay. Okay. I, I can get behind it. I can get behind it. Um. So the question is, do you prefer a dad bod or a fit bod? And if you say dad bod, do you mean it? Siri, go ahead. I okay. Sarah so, prefers no man body. <laughs> I, I need to prefer no that. man body at no, all. No man body. I, I do not play for that team. However, I do appreciate members of the opposite team. Um, members yeah. is the word you chose. I, <laughs> I, I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at that. How can you not appreciate that? And then, of course. Um, the, the, the example that came to mind, what God. <laughs> that bod, that one, um, the example that came to mind was the, I know there was a big old hullabaloo about Zac Efron's dad bod in the down to earth show. Um, it's not, I don't know. If, so this is, dad bod, though. that's the question. So is he, a was that a dad bod or was that more of like a chonky boy that's just a thick i feel like there's a difference between no muscle definition and a dad bod okay i feel like there's it's a spectrum but okay i feel like zach efron was not necessarily i guess i don't know that's not no zach efron down to earth i would not consider that a dad bod i feel like a dad but it's not his thin and cut though right like he's thick and like he, okay, thick with like that's, three That's seeds. a fit. I would classify that as a fit bod. Hmm. Because he had like abs. I'm lost. That. I, I, a I dad bod, any... I believe, is is like a... a Seth Rogen. Yeah, like somebody who maybe doesn't know <laughs> as much. Okay, Will Ferrell. He's fine. Yeah, 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 Will Ferrell. Okay. So I have always said that I love a dad bod. Because here's... here's Are you the... okay, Maya? <laughs> Maya's losing it. The the Jonathan Majors, okay, when people look like that, it's great. It where like they have no time for me. Right. They have, all of their time is at the gym. They are concentrating on eating. He's not taking me out for a nice protein. Meal. He's way yeah. He's weighing his chicken on a scale. Yeah. There's no like three bottles of wine that we're gonna have together and get up to some shenanigans. I'm like no, he's gonna have his four chicken breasts and has like three carrots drink eight glasses of water and a protein shake and go to bed like that's that's why i'm like the dad bod is gonna take me out for a nice dinner <laughs> you know maybe yep. some like dessert and then it's gonna watch three hours of parkinson wreck with me afterwards you know and he can put you on your shoulder well i guess both can do that but <laughs> never mind <laughs> And he has no snacks in his fridge. No, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the stocked fridge. That's a good one. Yes. What, okay, Maya. What for me? Mind. I feel like it's in the. I'm more so in the middle. Not necessarily a fit bod, but not a dad bod. It's someone who has no muscle definition. Like you know, they could do more. They There's could no do meeting. less. But they're just right in the middle. You could do more. Um, I mean, I think I've never actually been with someone who was super duper fit. So I would say that sweet spot is in the middle. I, there was one person I dated with a dad bod, and it was nice because it's like, oh yeah, I feel like yeah, the snuggles, snuggles, the snacks, the ice cream, all that. But, mm-hmm. I'm surprised my fiance is not in the comments right now because his comment is always that muscles are the most comfortable which it is true he has very big muscles and his chest is very comfortable but <laughs> yeah that is great so what is the <laughs> next question that we got <laughs> Butler on a bloated right. oh <laughs> yes that is a great example for dad pod especially that movie where he was like the soccer coach Yes. Yes. Okay. So the next question came in from somebody who is in their 30s and does not know how to use lip liner. Good question. So how do you? It was me. <laughs> it was me. 
<laughs> that was me. Listen, okay, I've never been like super great at makeup, but thank God for theater. I, I studied theater in college, so we had to get really good at stage makeup, and that taught me a lot of what I know about makeup. But yeah, we didn't have YouTube tutorials back then. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. What am I saying? Anyway, um, I was putting on makeup yesterday and I realized I had no idea where to put my lip liner. Do I put it on the outside? Because I love Audrey Hepburn. Um, Kara has an Audrey Hepburn poster. Um, we, She's just a fantastic human being. Um, but she used to put it on the outside because she has thin lips like I do. I have cartoonishly thin lips. Thank you to my mother. Um, and I don't know where the hell to put the lip liner. So to you two voluptuously lipped ladies, <laughs> where would you recommend I put my lip liner outside or like right on the line? Well, question, what is your desired out? Do you, so you say you like Audrey Hepburn. So you want to have a little bit more of a full lip look? I don't want to look like a cartoon villain. Yes. Because I know I, I know what you mean. You're trying to avoid looking like the receptionist from Monsters, Inc. Yes. <laughs> yes. I oh, no. The <laughs> I get that. You don't want to look like, like you know. Yeah, oh, right. I get yeah. that. So yeah, I would say, yeah, just over, overline it a little bit. Um, okay. and the trick I is you got to get some, like, I don't know, some kind of like Vaseline or some kind of like chapstick or some kind of like moisture, lip moisturizer on underneath first. And mm -hmm. then like not too much, do a little and then line your lips. And then that stuff will give you hydrated, long lasting lips all day. That's, this is great. Oh, wait, I'm going to come back next week with some makeup questions. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Michael oh. said, Kylie would say one inch above your lip. There's definitely just you know, under your nose. <laughs> right here. Don't want to oh, like do, go crazy with the overlining, but I think okay. yeah, like, just a little bit over and kind of just make the shape. I okay. think here and I we just do it on our natural lip line. It also depends okay. on what type of. Do you want the ombre lip, or are you trying to do just like a red, like a solid color? Um, ombre okay. lip is kind of what. You know, impossible vibe I'm giving right now. Oh, okay. You know, okay. it's like dark on the top, and then like the middle, it's like light. Okay. But okay, um, it just depends on the color too, because I feel like depending on what type of look you want is how you want to line it too. But, like, like for a work meeting. Oh yeah, you probably just want to stick with like a solid color, and then okay. probably have your liner similar to or close to the color of your lip gloss, because. I see a lot of people do it really, really dark, and I'm like, you don't want to look like a hamburger bun that was sitting on the stove, you know, with you know, the black <laughs> yes. edges. So, um, <laughs> ombre when I'm going to the club. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The All club. right. Yes. I'm gonna try that next week. I'm gonna come with some lip liner and see if see if y'all approve. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So you Thank can you go on the bottom. You can go a little bit out, outside the line too. It's okay. easier on the bottom than it is on the top. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Thank you. I'm 34, everybody. And I just learned that. So thank you, guys. <laughs> if you have questions <laughs> that you don't know the answer to, you're too afraid to ask, send it in. Send it into our Instagram page, Nerdy Girls. Uh, yes. After I just posted a graphic and y'all can comment. So. so at Nerdy Girls After Dark, send us uh, a, an Instagram message if you have one that you want to be featured on, or if you just have questions, because we will have Ask the Girls segments mm -hmm. and episodes coming up. So if you have, oh, no, somebody's asking yeah. for an inappropriate question. We have that. We just wanted to plug ourselves a little bit first. Maybe you guys a little chance to pour yourself some more wine. And because we'll be answering everything. Nothing is yeah. off limits. B boys can ask questions, but ask questions. behave. Yes, and they have to be genuine questions. <laughs> right. So we're also yeah, we're thinking about having an episode where we're just answering questions mm -hmm. like at the end of the month. So Q and A. Yeah, Q and A episode. And so, 
Are we going to give that spicy question, one of the spicy yeah, questions? Yeah, that's because spicy yeah. question of the week does come from a man. So <laughs> it, it, you'll see in a minute, but you can ask whatever you want. So good. Who wants so, to read it? Okay, so wait. Do you have <laughs> <laughs> it was. Go ahead, Sarah. It was Anthony. Uh, his question was, how often has the text you up worked on all of you? So when we are up late at night, if we get that text, have we ever answered? Carrie, you go first. Okay, me personally, no, because you know what? I am never up. <laughs> true. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> I go to bed very early. If, if you're texting me at 10 o'clock at night, that is too late. I will text you back in the morning. <laughs> so, Boundaries. no, it has never worked. On yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me personally, I just, it feels, it depends on who it is. Because if it's someone that I've already established, kind of like either. I mean, obviously, it's very obvious someone I'm dating, but if it's someone that I established kind of like friends with benefits, then yeah, I'm going to answer. Like, doesn't matter. Like, we set that boundary, so I'm cool with it. But if I'm like talking to somebody and, you know, I want to probably make it like testing the waters to see if it becomes serious and I get that text, that's a red flag for me. Yeah. So I remember there was like a guy that was kind of talking to, he worked late, he was a DJ. <laughs> And I would get, like, he would see that I saw his story and he posted it really late. And that was his, like, trigger to text me, hey, you up? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So. It's like borderline I, manipulative. It depends. Yeah. If it's something that I really like and it's in the beginning stages, it's a red flag. Like, that's not a good look. It's clear, like, especially if we haven't been texting all day. I yeah. think that's kind of a, a bad thing. So, for me, I feel like it only works, like, 10% of the time. And it's if I've kind of established those boundaries, like, okay. I, question in the chat, have you given the text? No, I'm still asleep. <laughs> it's probably not 2 a.m., but. If I, if I will say this, if I did, I don't remember. <laughs> right. Sorry. You, never, you know, drunk texting, drunk calling is very much a thing, so. Do girls give that text here? Oh, good question. I, I've woke Absolutely. up and then I've looked at my texts with regrets. Yes. Yeah, and sometimes it's not, not necessarily not like to meet up. It could right. just be like drunk FaceTime, drunk call. Yes. Doesn't necessarily have to mean a hookup, but I definitely be yeah. transparent. I, I I've made the text a few times. It. It, it it's worked it's worked on me a couple of times in my 20s I will clarify um it it worked on me a couple of times in my 20s that was a long time ago um <laughs> I but like Kara I go to bed at like 10 now because my work gets me up at 4 30 every morning so it is what it is searches my <laughs> oh my god it really just depends on the scenario honestly but i feel like if it, you're really into someone it's kind of like a red like you know you never want to just be that person like if they're not that texting person you will never go places with you no. anybody's sending you a you up text is not somebody you're gonna know in yeah. three months so yeah that's what I, my mom always says only thing open past 10 is walmart and legs <laughs> so <laughs> I will say one of the times it worked on me was, oh God, this might make it worse. Actually, it was an ex. It was an ex. Um, While you were dating or now? No, no. Like, (laughs) no. Oh, my twin. Yeah, especially when those you know those connections are already there, so they're just testing. It's the, the emotions. Get their yeah, you can come back in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like I a lot of people can relate to that one. Yeah, so, so we can get more of these questions. We will. You can ask them. We'll answer them in our Q and A episode at the end of the month. So please keep asking us, and uh, yeah. Yes. Are we are we at the closing benediction with Pastor Kara? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, it time? So. It's time. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys, K 
Kara is like our voice of reason on uh, within our little friend friend group, and she always has the uh, those great one liners that that like pump you up and encourage you and uh, mm -hmm. keep you sane. So we thought that it would be uh, a good thing to have I her close us out. Yes. yes. What happened? Uh, yes, I do. It's very difficult to have that on the spot and <laughs> not in a direct conversation with people. But I will leave you with my personal mantra of gratitude leads to peace and peace leads to joy. I love it. Mull over that. Great message. I love it. Well, we're we're sending everybody just, you know, ha I hope you have a great rest of your week. You get to the weekend quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Oh, wait. <laughs> Micah, what'd you say? Yeah, Jalen. Yeah, yeah we Jaylen. talked to her at the beginning before you joined Micah. So <laughs> watch this one. <laughs> Jayla will be here next week. Come yeah. join us. Chat with all the girls. Yeah. Follow us mm -hmm. on all the socials. Mm -hmm. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink.